Hey guys, it's Dominique again, and I'm here with another bonus episode of the Wise Words Podcast. Now, this particular bonus episode was supposed to be released a while ago. I want to say like last month. However, I kind of got lost in the sauce, I guess, with um, planning, you know, the material for my full length episodes that I just forgot to publish this one. But my reason for releasing it is because it's really important for people to know, especially since a lot of you, since you've been listening to the podcast, you've kind of been, you know, sending me questions about, okay, so if I go see a therapist, what do I need to look for? What does that look like? What should I expect? Things like that. And so I just kind of want to do a very, very quick episode about the journey of you know, going into therapy for the first time, especially for you guys who have never experienced it and are curious and wanting to do it, but are kind of confused about it. So let's get through this really quick episode. And yeah, hope you guys learned something from it. All right. So when it comes to, um, you know, going to therapy, guys, I think the main thing is to just remember that therapy is a process, you know, It is nothing that just completely fixes you or makes the problem go away. I even have to, you know, remind myself of that as a therapist with my clients. I have to remind myself that I'm doing all I can to help them, especially because they're teenagers and their families. But, you know, all the work that I do, it may not cure them or completely fix the problem, but that's okay because that's not the whole point. The point is to just, you know, bring self-awareness and help you kind of figure out how to navigate through your own life and find solutions easier and cope with certain things and certain, you know, if it's applicable disorders or traumatic events and things like that. And so before I get really, really into it, if you need to go listen to the very, very, very first episode of this podcast, which is misconceptions about therapy and Christianity. That's a really good episode to listen to because I kind of go more into detail about those misconceptions about um, starting therapy and attending therapy. I think it's a really good thing for you guys to listen to just in case you are one of those that's contemplating doing this. Now, for the you know main topic of this episode, When you are starting therapy, so if you're somebody who's listening to this and you're like, okay, Dominique, I want to start therapy, I want to do it, but I don't know what to do or I've done it before and it was a disappointment. When you are looking for a therapist, I think the main thing to ask yourself, first of all, is how you're going to pay for it. I am saddened to say that therapy is expensive in this country. Um, I feel like, you know, mental health services should be free or more accessible to people however you know we just live in a greedy society and so the bottom line is you probably gonna have to pay either you're gonna have to use insurance or you're gonna have to pay out of pocket one kind of ask yourself what you're willing to do are you willing to use your insurance and pay a copay or are you willing to pay out of pocket personally my experience I have done both I've went to therapy with insurance and that's when I had great insurance y'all oh my goodness I was in college I was a college student so y'all know I had that (laughs) that Arkansas works whatever you know where you can get insurance good insurance food stamps all this stuff because I was a college student I was you know I was (laughs) financially struggling so I had to do what I had to do and my you know therapy sessions was cheap then (laughs) like almost eight dollars I think for telehealth so 
And then, of course, because of COVID, a lot of insurance companies waived telehealth fees because they knew that people weren't, you know, going to the offices so often or their offices were shut down. But people really needed mental health because people are trapped in their homes whenever the, um, you know, whenever we were really at the beginning of the pandemic and you couldn't go out. You had to social distance, all that stuff. So I've done it where I've used insurance and I've self-paid, which was my recent um, journey here in therapy was self-paid for the first time, but it was okay. Cause I did it in private practice and, um, with a par- private practice therapist and I was able to get a good rate for my sessions and, you know, good scheduling for it. So it didn't break my pocket. So you can do either one of those options, but I think the first thing is you got to figure out, okay, what am I willing to do? Do I want to use my insurance or do I want to pay out of pocket? If you want to pay out of pocket, boom, great budget, see what prices they're offering whenever you go searching. I'm going to get into that next If you're using insurance, I will say call and see who's in your network. That is so important because you can find somebody and you'd be like, great, I want this therapist. But then you figure out, oh, well, they're not a network. And next thing you know, you get billed $200 for a consultation. It wasn't even the first session. (laughs) They they was just asking questions to figure out your mental health. And you already got to pay so much money. So no. Um, Look to see who's in network first. That's a simple process. You know, go on your insurance's website, log into your credentials or whatever. You got like a, um, some kind of my portal thing or something. And it should, I think every insurance company has this, but you know, go to a search bar where it says search for providers and then just look for mental health and find what therapists are in your network. And then boom, that's how you're looking for it cost wise. Now, as far as picking a therapist, this is important because a lot of people is like, well, how do I know that I found the right one? And I will say that in both of my experiences, which I'm really thankful that I've had two experiences with therapy, I did have one experience where the therapist wasn't bad, but they weren't for me. And I only stuck with them because I needed a therapist desperately. And so one thing that I will note, my first point is just assessing the vibe that you get from that therapist so the therapist should feel like somebody who you're comfortable with they should be welcoming and warming it shouldn't feel like a forced interaction and y'all know what I mean by that like where you feel like oh my goodness this is so awkward and they're like kind of monotone and robotic in a sense like okay so tell me about this you know oh so what's your family history you know just somebody who feel like, you know what, I'm just here to get the, 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 the you know, get the job done. Uh-uh. You don't want somebody like that. I'm not even like that with my clients, you know. I am very welcoming and, hey, you know, my name is da 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 and this is what I do. You know, I come down to their level. You want somebody who you feel like is on your level and you feel like they're welcoming that you can kind of build a bond with. And you're going to notice it, y'all, from like that first interaction because that's what I noticed, you know, in both my um, interactions with therapists, I noticed right off the bat, like, mm, I can work with you or uh, uh-uh, I cannot work with you. So just pay attention to how they make you feel. Are they welcoming? Are they inviting? Are they um, enthusiastic about getting to know you? Things like that. And then see how that continues as the therapeutic um, relationship builds. The other thing that I will say to look for is it making substantial progress in your life let me explain with my two experiences y'all the first therapist that I had 
like I said, was not a bad person or therapist. I think she was wonderful. She was a white woman and I actually liked her. She was inviting and welcoming and warming. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm going to see where this goes. The only difference between her and the therapist that I've had now, which is a black woman and the one who I've been, you know, paying for and sticking with for the past few months, I've stuck with her longer than that last one was because with the white woman, with the first therapist, it felt like I was having more event sessions than I was therapy sessions. And that's going to make a big difference, y'all. So that's something that you need to ask yourself every time you go to therapy. Do I really feel like we're doing work or do I feel like I'm just venting? Sometimes you may need to vent. Now, let me be clear. You know, that's one of the things you got to assess for yourself is why am I going to therapy? And maybe you just need a listening ear. But even with that, y'all, they should be challenging you. Like they should be challenging those thought distortions that you may have, like those negative thoughts, those thoughts that don't make sense, those thoughts that come from the root of trauma. They should be doing something even while you're venting because that's what's going to help you grow. If you're just venting them, they're like, oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, my philosophy is y'all can disagree with me if you want, but I can vent for free. I'm not <laughs> going to be paying, you know, a copay just to vent. I need treatment. I need stuff done. And with that first therapist, like I said, she was cool, but I don't feel like I grew any. I felt like when I started the process and when I ended with her, I was the same. Nothing had substantially changed. Whereas this new therapist, she was giving me homework assignments, y'all. She was making me, okay, so before next session, I want you to do this, this, and this. She was telling me, can you try to talk to this person about this? Like, I had work to do <laughs> in this process. And I feel like that's what made me change. I truly feel like from the moment that I started the process with this new therapist, which was this summer to now, I am not the same as far as mind-wise. Like, I look at things differently. I process stuff differently. I handle stuff differently. I have a higher sense of awareness. I'm not as codependent or the things that I came in with that I felt like were an issue. They're not big issues for me anymore. And no, like I'm saying, therapy doesn't completely cure. So, of course, I still have to do the work. But I felt like she really helped me pull whatever needed to be pulled out of me to get to this place. Whereas the other therapist was just kind of pat me on the back and give me encouragement, which ain't wrong. But again, I can do that for free. Like I can go to my best friends or my family for that. I don't need to be paying for that. So always look at that whenever you are, you begin having sessions. Is something changing in me? Do I feel like I'm making progress? Is this therapist challenging me or is this therapist just, you know, being a yes man and just basically give me pats on the back? You got to ask yourself that. And then I think another thing to just think about is what are you going in for? So one thing that therapists are going to ask y'all the very first time they meet you is why are you wanting therapy? This is not a complicated answer, y'all. This is where you just be very brutal and honest. You may say I have abandonment issues and I feel like I'm codependent at times those are real, as I say with my clients, that's a real textbook answer, but don't feel like you have to give that type of answer. You could really just say, okay, so I suck in relationships and I need to figure out why I suck, <laughs> you know, or you could say me and my mom never get along. And I just want to know why can't I get along with this woman? It's been like this since I was a kid. You might be, you may say, I've been feeling really sad all the time and I don't know what's keeping making me so sad or I feel like I'm not doing enough I feel like I'm a failure like you can just say it in layman terms you don't have to use these big fancy words to describe why you're going to therapy just be brutal and honest about it honestly 
you can, you may even say, I feel alone and I just want somebody who I can talk to to help me not feel so alone. And then a good therapist will cue in and be like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's explore this, you know, because there's a reason why you feel alone. So always ask yourself, why am I doing this? Because if you don't know why you're doing it, y'all, then why, how's the therapist going to know? Definitely. And yes, some of us therapists were really good. We can figure it out, you know, sometimes right after the first session. But, you know, even with us having experience and expertise, we're not rocket scientists. You know, not all of us, you know, like I think even the best therapists need time and would like for you to be open and honest. So just remember that it's okay to speak plainly about why you want to go to therapy. And then I think the last point that I would just make about, you know, finding a therapist and starting therapy process, starting the therapy process is just being open minded, keep an open mind. Because the thing is, when you have a good therapist and the process starts working, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Like I said, my therapist now like had me doing homework and stuff that really challenged me. Like I think she one time had me to write a letter to like the child self, my inner child, like child Dominique. And at first hearing it, I'm just like, man, what what am I, you know, even while I was doing the assignment, I was like, this is stupid, but I guarantee you y'all like by the end of that letter, I was in tears. Like it actually did what it was supposed to do. And that's how, you know, when you got a good therapist is when you see results like that, you start opening up and having a deeper sense of awareness. And I just had to remember that I got to keep an open mind. During this whole process, I'm going to be doing stuff that some stuff is going to be real easy, like doing a coping skills inventory. Oh, okay, I can do this. But also some uncomfortable stuff, like I need you to go write a letter to this person or I need you to go text or try to call this person, talk about this specific thing and report next week. what happened? like it's going to be some some stuff, especially if it's a good therapist. But you got to be open minded and you got to be willing to take those strides because at the end of the day, they're going to make you a better person. And also just try to be as honest as possible, because if you're going to lie, then it's really not going to make any any point of, you know, going to therapy. This is an unbiased, non-judgmental person that you're talking to. So just let it all out. Tell them everything. Tell them the stuff you were ashamed to tell your mama and your best friends and your siblings. Like, tell them everything, because that's what's going to make therapy work is when you're raw and honest and truthful. And then you won't be wasting your money because who wants to waste money? (laughs) so yeah I think those are just the main important points that you know I think of whenever I think of just starting the therapeutic process and also um you know going through the process so just keep those things in mind and hopefully that helps you guys with the process of finding a good mental health professional to help you I will say this too also and this is like Not a real important point, but it can be look at the therapist specialty. So what I mean by that, like what does the therapist specialize in? There are some therapists who specialize in sex counseling. They specialize in relationships and marriages. They specialize in um, anxiety, depression. And typically on websites like psychologytoday.com, it's going to show what they specialize in. That's going to help you figure out, okay, 
are they the right match for me or do I need to, you know, consider looking for somebody else? Because you may be dealing with anxiety or you may be dealing with depression or you may be dealing with family issues and their specialty is family relationships. So that's how you're going to know, OK, this person is right for me, especially if you're looking on websites to find them. So that's another thing to keep in mind when you're looking for a therapist is their specialties. Look for their specialties if you can ask around see what you find out and just see which one you feel like caters most to your needs because that goes back to the point of asking yourself why are you doing it if you know clearly why you're doing it and your intention and what you're trying to get out of therapy then it's going to be easy to find the right therapist for you and then also keep that in mind too lastly is what are you trying to get out of it do you want coping skills do you want progress do you want to change do you want to be a better version of yourself you always got to keep that in the back of your mind even when the process is coming to an end what is the goal all right guys that is it for the bonus episode of the wise words podcast i told y'all bonus episodes they are short sweet and straight to the point so we got it done you know, I said what I said, and I hope that it helps somebody who listened to today's episode. Don't forget to continue to share these, you know, episodes with the people who you feel like it may help. Continue to share on social media. Continue to check out the Wise Words website and the blog posts that are on the website. Also, if you have any further questions about the process of finding a therapist or needing help, have any more concerns or things that you feel like we're not addressing this episode, Go ahead and shoot me a private message if you follow me on social media or you can message me even if you're on the Wise Words website. You can go to the contact form. So, yeah, if you have any other questions or concerns, definitely just shoot me some kind of message so I can help you with that. But I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. I'm going to get out the way (laughs) and hope you guys enjoy the rest of the day. See you.